0: All right. Hey, kids. It's Chad from the Chad and Cheese Podcast. We are
1: here today with... James Ellis. James Ellis. eh? The most boring name in all of creation. I think there are about a thousand of us. But you've got a podcast. It's true. It's true. I do. Yeah? Uh, That doesn't make me any easier to find (laughs) online. My my name is completely SEO-averse. There is, in fact, a stupidly annoying fit dude who makes Uh. his money pushing pictures of his six-pack app named James Ellis... (laughs) Not me. <laughs> My ab is more of a keg shape. Uh yeah, this is yeah, th- that's not me. But I am James Ellis, I have a podcast the talent cast. The talent cast. Yep. And I'm on Twitter at The War for Talent. That's kind of the best ways to find me or discover me or annoy me or Poke at me or tell me I'm wrong
0: The war for talent the Kind of talent. Kind of cliche
1: Yes, but you know, <laughs> The feeling I had Four years ago When I realized it was available Yeah I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, hell I was yeah Grab this already? Yeah. Mine now, Yeah To be fair, Tom Peters Who is a personal hero of mine He's on my Mount Rushmore He has yelled at me on Twitter About my account being too much We don't like the war vernacular anymore I'm like, I get it You're my hero This is complicated emotionally But here we are
0: But here we are And I really like it And it's mine So Yeah, exactly Yeah,
1: Suggest something better. How about that? Until you can suggest something better, easy to remember, that connects to this idea, thanks for your complaints.
0: Not to mention, I think you're trying to push me off of it so that you can
1: have it. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) You think that was a big strategy? (laughs) That's what it was. I'm in the middle of writing my last book ever, and I'm going to complain to this guy about his Twitter handle because I want it.
0: That's exactly right. You
1: know, who's to say i don't know
0: i don't know so what are you going to talk about today we talk about uh how tech stacks are Uh, stupid or yes Um, that they're stupid yes absolutely okay so 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 what is what is what is the tech stack i mean this is a new term Mm -hmm. i mean literally Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so over over maybe what the last 18 24 months or so it's like everybody has to focus on a quote-unquote tech stack
1: yeah so for years and years and years yeah. everything was about what's your ats yeah and the ats was the christmas tree in the world, <laughs> and the companies would come along and hang their particular ornaments on that particular christmas tree yeah. if you had isims or taleo or Workday, or whatever you had yeah blah 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 is a great tool does it work in my ats no well then it's not useful to me. right right so as the ats has started to become less of the core of everything we do and you get crm tools and you get communication tools yeah you don't have a single Christmas tree. You have a stack of technologies. Hopefully, fingers crossed, pray to God that they work together in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. And that is not an obvious thing to say. Yes. You hope that they work together. And that is what's called the tech stack. It used to be a marketing stack, depending on what technologies you use to promote your product and push your message out there. But that idea of a technical stack comes from the developer side. It's like LAMP. So right. Linux. Linux. Uh, Apache server system Mm -hmm. and two others I can't remember. Python, I think, was one of them. It was just this idea of what's your ecosystem? Where do you live? And then once you define that, okay. The reason though, the reason we all have to define it is so other vendors can go, ah, you're a target. You have a tech stack I can sell to right. and you just put a target on yourself. And guess what? You're getting nothing but emails and phone calls and pitches on LinkedIn, cold pitches on LinkedIn. What are <laughs> people doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah, I want to talk. Stay yeah. away from me. Stay I mean, the hell
0: away from me. Yeah. So
1: talking about the tech stack is like saying, what's the weather like? Is it rainy or is it sunny? It's like, look, you need to do a job. Yeah. The tech stack is a resource, but you can't run and funnel everything for your tech stack. There's so many ways. To get something done. And I think we forget that. We focus so much on the tech stack, usually because it takes up like 98% of our budgets. Yes. And consequently we think about it. Uh-huh. But the focus needs to be on what's the message? Who are you speaking to? How do you speak to them? What are the recruiters doing? What are they, how are they connecting with people? If they're your people ninjas, and I can't believe I use the word ninja, please <laughs> find me in dollar for that. I will refuse. I will refuse. Yes. From is, it, is, it, is,
0: it, is it on your LinkedIn profile? That's my question. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but if you've got recruiters who are all about being people, people, right. the tech stack should enable, support, and engender them, or are you using it to limit them, keeping them from doing certain things? So I'm going to say let's make up an ATS named uh, Work Night. And it's a really good it's a really good tool for yeah. a lot of things, but not everything. But not everything, right? Because no such thing is perfect for everything. Yep. The world's greatest knife is not a very good fork. Um, but you sell, are trying to sell me video, and you're telling me the power of video is you can show the stories and you can tell the stories, and they're amazing. Right. So my tech stack says I can't embed video in my job postings, so I guess I can't. So it's a way of telling vendors no, and I get that it's a defensive mechanism, right? But Stop saying no to things, start thinking about, okay, how do we do that? Then? Yeah. How do we get a video out to somebody? How do we focus on telling a message out there? I'm a firm believer that your employer brand, your message is just as powerful with 10 bucks worth of sidewalk chalk and a well-thought-out quote <laughs> as it is on your, let's call it $300,000 tech stack.
0: So, so you talk about how some tech stack pieces, they just don't work well together. No. How in the hell does that even happen in the
1: day, in the age of API? Well, because most of this stuff so predates the cloud thinking, the API thinking. So for those of you who are younger than 30, there was a there was a time (laughs) in which entire rooms of your office were very, very, very cold for a very particular reason. To keep the heater that you called your server rack from melting, Mm -hmm. simply put. Yeah. So 15 years ago, 10 years ago, the cloud happened. Before Amazon Web web Services said, oh, yeah, we'll just sell you bandwidth we will sell you cycles on our code so you can just shut all those server rooms down mm-hmm. so before then you gotta think of everything was in that room and HR being HR right. says lock the door no thing goes in or out we have a guard we have a key we have a passcode you got to do a retinal scan just to get in or out so any information can't get in or out yeah. that's why so they didn't want any interaction they didn't want that information getting out they knew how to get in and out that's all that was mattered HR is not about marketing and as HR is mature, recruiting is matured to be more marketing focused, mm-hmm. it's realizing it's butting up against the limitations of what the ATS could do and what how the ATS thought and really how HR thinks. Now you are starting to see ATSs that have a lot of APIs and have a lot of hooks, and they can do a lot more, but they aren't open source. They're not connected very well. They are limited in what they can do. So right. you take that example of work night, and you say, Why can't I drop HTML into my job description? Yes. And you are allowed to drop HTML, but very limited bold a link a a header a bulleted list and that is the end of that list and I always go the amount of code that went into the back end that said I'm going to let certain things in but not all this other stuff like images yes I mean just images. What, yeah, what, yeah. what hurt could cause, be caused by an image on a job description except, hey, look, it's attractive. Hey, look, it's interesting building. Hey, look, it's a cool office. Hey, look, people doing interesting things. Right. They've made choices from a technical standpoint to limit your ability to communicate.
0: Which is one of the reasons why we have so many different needs for these layers of yeah. the tech stack. Yeah.
1: So if you want to put a video on an ATS like that and you can't, mm. okay, how do you shoehorn that process in? Right. Will you make a separate site, and embed the video there. Right. right and that's going to cost you something fierce. And by the yeah. way, that just became part of your tech stack. So. It could
0: screw your entire process. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it, all the different hoops that you have to jump through, all the different pages that you have to yep. visit yep. just to be able to get to the application, to start
1: of the application process. Flip, flip it around. How many steps does a recruiter have to go through mm-hmm. to post a job? Yeah that is the I mean, literally, it is the one task every recruiter does. It is the most basic task in the mm-hmm. world, and every ATS goes, you think that'd be simple, but here you go. Yeah. It's really like this, and you have to publish and turn on and turn off and open up and open up this field way over here and a mm. page way over here just to change the setting to go back and republish and re and see if it, it's insane. It's insane. If you look at like a any, free content management system, WordPress or anything like that. Right. Like the ability to edit and change and publish code is seconds.
0: Boom, boom. Yeah. The, it's to quick. Just say
1: this, the, oh, I need a new image. I need to change that yeah. word. Oh, there's a typo. Uh. Fix it. Boom, you're done. Right. Do that in any ATS and I'll see you at the bar in an hour. It's commercial time.
2: America's Job Exchange is a market leader in diversity recruitment and an OFCCP compliance solution provider. We serve over a 1,000 customers, consisting of federal contractors and subcontractors, to SMBs and Fortune 500 organizations. America's Job Exchange specializes in job distribution to over 6,500 state one-stop career centers and community-based organizations, ensures the creation and maintenance of state credentials, obtains veteran preference on job postings, robust outreach management, and supports effective, positive recruitment efforts designed to recruit individuals with disabilities, veterans, women, and minorities. For more information, call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www.americasjobexchange.com
0: It's showtime! So, why do we have recruiters doing those types of tasks in the first place? I mean, there should be there should be a I need button. Yeah. You push that button, you you have standardized you have standardized job descriptions mm-hmm. who are written by people who know how to write, yep. right?
2: Yep.
1: Um, beyond that, macros that say, look, of the twenty seven steps, the HR step, the comp yeah. step, the writing yes. step, the approval step, macro that bad boy out. Yes. I mean, you've all seen if this, then that. Mm-hmm. If this happens, then that happens. Right. Embed that sort of thinking into yeah. a one button, bu- 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 write the job description, bu- 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 publish, gone next. Yes. It should be, you should measure that in measure that minutes, not hours. Yeah. For a new job description. You should get an alert saying, hey, I need you to approve stuff. You should be able to approve it without having to go to four different steps, four different pages, four yeah. different buttons. And it's just, it's so convoluted. So the tech stack sucks. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, as long as we keep talking about it as the tech stack, as the core of everything we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. we're not going to change. If we think about recruiting as how do I use my tech stack to do X instead of how do I do X, oh, I get to use my tech stack to help support that, right. we're all screwed. So... In
0: many cases, when I talk to employers, companies mm-hmm. and employers about their their uh, their system, they really don't understand the range of even their applicant tracking system, which they've oh, probably had for years. Yeah. So therefore, they, they have an ATS. Mm-hmm. They don't realize for seven to 10 years. Yeah. And they don't realize how it can source. They don't understand that many just different aspects. And mm-hmm. we're talking about admins,
1: mm-hmm.
0: admins who are focused and it's their job to be experts on this platform. They exactly.
1: almost always are. And because you have to be just to survive. in that ecosystem. But
0: the thing is, they don't, they don't get it. Yeah. They, they don't. So how do, how do you survive and then start to just pull redundant pieces of tech? Yeah. Into the scenario. I mean, th- yeah. that's the thing that pisses me off the most. How much money are companies spending today
1: mm-hmm.
0: that are just redundant systems? Yeah. Because what they have would work. I mean, I was actually talking to a company. Um, we're at a conference in Minnesota and they said, my current applicant tracking system won't allow me to source you know, actually mm-hmm. apply a source to mm-hmm. candidates coming in yeah. from all these different areas. Mm-hmm. And, and I know because I worked with that applicant tracking system before um, that it does. And it's probably one of the best sourcing applicant tracking systems. <laughs> so so I hook her up with my, one of my contacts and they're off and away. Yeah. They've had this platform for five
1: years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How does this work? How does this happen? A couple of pieces to that. So first off. Look around. If you're surrounded, in a room surrounded by technical or HR leadership, ask them uh, who's happy with their ATS, and no one will raise their hand except for the person who got a new ATS in the last six months because oh, yeah, yeah. they're in that service model. Oh, yeah. A lot of white glove mm-hmm. hat- helping out. Yeah. The second that six month window closes, and that honeymoon, you're off on your own. Yeah. Got to go by. And have you looked at the documentation for any of this stuff? It's atrocious. It's a train wreck. Half the time, they want to charge you for support. I'm like, wait a second. If I get an iPhone or mm. I get an Android and it breaks and I have a question about it, there's a place I can go where they fix it because I just dropped six, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars $800 on this thing, right, right. and uh, it should come with some help. But ATS, you drop spot six figures on it, and after six months, you're out of luck. The other part of it is how most large businesses work. If you are big enough to justify the cost expenditure of a good size ATS, mm. you have a proc- procurement team. Yes. They yeah. <laughs> will never, ever, 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 ever touch that ATS. Nope. So it may be literally electrocuting you as you touch the keyboard and they don't care. Right. It's not a pain point for them, quite literally. You talk to your HRIS team. They have to live with it, but what they're doing, recruiting is a small piece of what they do. Mm-hmm. So if recruiters hate their ATS and it's embedded with a larger system, they're not going to listen. They've got much bigger, you know, uh, uh stakeholders, I guess you'd say, who are focused on it, whether it's finance, whether it's uh, uh, organizational structures, whether there's all sorts of things a good ATS can do, but if you say they're all 80% good except for the 20% that are really bad, those those components that really suck, you better not be in the recruiting space when that happens because that's the thing that feeds the rest of the company, Mm -hmm. right? If you don't have good talent, if you're making it harder to find good talent in this day and age of 3% unemployment in North America, you are asking for pain, but- the person who makes those decisions doesn't know about it, doesn't care about it. On top of which, it's in and having worked on the agency side that would sell software that would glue on top of ATSs who will remain nameless. Oh yes. Um, for six figures on top of whatever ATS. Talking about possible. talent brew? What? Well, what? I didn't hear anything. Huh? Um, I didn't say a <laughs> word. I'm trying to be nice. So this yes, this is as nice as I get, kids. Um, I have no oh uh, um It takes two years for a company of any size to switch ATSs. They're so ahead. The tendrils of an ATS are in so many different places and so many different processes are baked around them. Mm. So if you have a workaround that you developed as a recruiter, as a recruiting leader, just to kind of survive and live in this harsh environment that is your ATS... Your ATS updates, they all go out the window. So consequently, it's easier to never update. Consequently, it's better to use seven-year-old software than to use the best new software because you have to do change management. So in many cases,
0: not all, uh, you see that, There's just bad process methodology on the front end that, that companies, that companies insist upon, Mm -hmm. right? For a new technology to be able to incorporate their process methodology, Mm -hmm. which is probably horrible, right? If they, if they would take a look at the actual technology Mm -hmm. to be able to obviously start to use it Mm -hmm. more efficiently, Mm -hmm. they could probably chop their process in half, become much more efficient. So again, but so again, been the it's kind of like technology. the give and take, right? It's
1: always been with, yes, it's always been that fight of technology. Yeah. How modular do you make it? How easy is it to take that ATS part or the recruiting part out of the ATS HR system mm-hmm. and focus on it, and make it work, and still have that enough API hooks back into the bigger mothership that you're still getting the data? But unfortunately, if an ATS and a recruiting module of the ATS sucks and it's painful, but it turns out you having to live with pain means that. There's better data on the back end in mm-hmm. terms of things like who gets promoted, what is the source of those promotions, who is moving forward, and uh, all the organizational structures, and how do you do change management. You are feeding into the river. You are not the river. You just have to find ways of, of, of modularizing <laughs> the bit
0: better. Which is why CIOs and CTOs are making the decisions yeah. in many of these. Because and they have to see
1: the big, 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 yeah.
0: big picture. Well, and, and they're forcing... Mm-hmm these uh, organizations to actually go with a whatever ats
1: is attached to that mm-hmm. ecosystem well that's unfortunately just as much a cost function yeah you know i, I don't have to name any names because it's true a lot of cases you buy one part of it they throw the recruiting system in for free yeah and if the recruiting leader head of ta goes yeah but i want this other ats and they go how much is it because it it's six figures or five figures you go, yeah that's throwing money away so you're not lot. yeah yeah the tech stack sucks I just wish people would say, look, it's a thing. And then, look, I'm not going to tell you that there's any – you have no future of getting better anytime soon. It's not going to change. There's, this isn't a hope and change message. This is about, okay, if this is true – and by the way, spoiler, totally is true – how do you live better in it? Mm-hmm. You can't change this boulder in the road, so to speak, so how do you get good at of manipulating it, moving around it, not just workarounds in terms of the code or workarounds inside of processes, but how do you think about the ATS is just, look, it's a tool I have to use. Right. What else do I put around it? What is the messaging? Uh, so for example, if you think about, and I'm a big marketing messaging person myself, I'm a big content marketing fan. If I had a message about why your company turned people into experts or made them feel secure in their futures and focused on their ability to grow themselves. Mm-hmm. And I put it in the worst ATS in the world, I'm going to get clicks. I'm going to get I'm going to get some hits. The problem is is that we use the bad tech stack to justify bad thinking and messaging on top of it. It's the same email you send out to every LinkedIn spam customer you have, that's, <laughs> be fair. that's what you're doing. Um you know, it's the same headline, it's the same pitch. It's all always about do you want a job? 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 Yeah. Like, yeah. No. I was talking to a career friend of mine. I said, look, you're out of Chicago and they're hiring for a, a VP level job. Right. And I'm like, where are you looking? He goes, oh, the best people are in New York. I said, why is it your subject line? Want a free trip to Chicago? Yeah. I'm clicking on that. Oh, hell yeah. You have my attention, mon mm-hmm. What are we talking about here? Oh, this is an interesting company that does this and this. And it wants someone like it's, me.
0: It's I am in. marketing. It's advertising. You, you have, you have, I mean, it, it's the target market, yes. right? It's commercial time.
3: How many times has someone said to you, we're the Uber of, or it's the PayPal of, maybe they're the Facebook of? In many, many cases, these comparisons fall short of being close to reality or even a useful illustration of what organizations actually do. In the case of Job Ad X, our example is so accurate, so spot on, that it's synonymous with our work. Job ad X is Google AdSense for jobs. That means we're an efficient, persistent, and smarter ad unit for job-related advertising. As the best ad tool in the industry, Job ad X offers recruitment marketing agencies, RPOs, and staffing firms real-time dynamic bidding and delivery for client postings through the industry's first truly responsive tool. All this is done with the flexibility of Job Ad X's cost per impression, click, or application. We offer unique budget conservation options to effectively eliminate spending waste. We are not set in regret. For direct clients, JobAdX delivers superior candidates with the best of programmatic efficiency and premium page ad positioning. We also provide publishers and job boards higher rev share than other partners through our smarter programmatic platform. In many cases, 30-40% to greater and more through our scalable model. To partner with us, you can visit or search jobadx.com or email us at joinus at jobadx.com to get estimates or begin working together. JobAdX, the best ad tool providing smarter programmatic for your needs. Oh, and you've been wondering why the British accent? JobAdX has just launched in the UK too.
0: It's showtime. So, and one of the things that we, I don't think that we do enough in talent acquisition is understand what we are actually doing. It is yes. advertising. Yes. It's advertising. Sales. No,
1: it's sales. Yeah, sales. Yes. Like sales well, I mean, and marketing are brother
0: and sister. And, and, and that's what advertising yes. is, right? You're trying to get your hooks into them to get through, get that lead mm-hmm. form, mm-hmm. which is the application. Yeah.
1: Um, which course, and- when you think of it like that the, the trick of to succeed I'm using bunny ears in the air here is <laughs> to say well if I want more applicants I'm going to leverage more ad units I'm going to put my yeah. ad units here instead of there I'm going to twiddle the dials of the magic thinking where that ad shows up is what the magic is i'm going to introduce you to anybody who makes a, a made for tv product and does an infomercial mm. those things are three in the damn morning and they sell like hotcakes any placement folks it's the message mm. it's the message every single time and then you augment it with the delivery I, not the other way around i would definitely say yeah the
0: delivery i mean just from my radio background message is everything, everything. And then being able to target the right demos and being de- able to do it with the right... And that's transactional. The, the
1: right channels. I will introduce you to a thousand people who are good at that and are our page. Yep. Do exactly yep. that and yep. can do it for you for very little yeah. cost. The person who That's can, not happening though. But the person who can... T- treat your company and talk about your company talk about your roles as if this is the opportunity of a lifetime to help someone see a future in which they are the hero of that damn story mm-hmm. they are few and far between yeah. if they exist they're sitting in your marketing team and oh yeah you never talk to them and they never talk to
0: you so why is an employer branding and marketing
1: okay now you've talked you've hit upon my favorite subject <laughs> I'm going to put my teacher hat on if you're a marketer yes. and you are tasked with selling ice cream cones tacos Call yeah. it. I don't care. Yeah, anybody who's got a dollar is an addressable market. Yeah, anybody. You don't care if they're tall or short. You don't care if they went to high school or if they have a master's. You don't care if they have felonies or if they're Hitler. You do not care. A dollar is a dollar. A dollar is a taco. End of conversation. If it's a taco, but but taco but, but there nice are products programs. that are demographically focused. Yes, but you can still figure out anybody who's got the twenty grand or the five thousand dollars or the twenty bucks in that demographic area. Mm-hmm. Anybody in that space is addressable and useful. There's yes. no qualifications beyond do you have the money. Mm-hmm. If you are selling tacos and you sell a million tacos, you're getting a raise. You're getting a bonus. They're putting a picture of you over somebody's office going, this is the, this is the guy. He did the amazing thing with the tacos. You bring a thousand people to a job post, you're screwing up. Yes. You bring a million, you're getting fired. Why? Because it's a quality, not quantity. Targeting, yes. You talk about it, and I don't mean you, sir, but I mean in general, recruiters might be you. (laughs) Recruiters in general think about how do I get my 100, my 200 applicants? Because that's just about big enough a pool that one of them will be the needle in the haystack. Mm -hmm. Don't get a needle, make a bigger haystack, which is just crazy town. What you want, really, when it comes down to it, is three qualified candidates. That's it. Any other application you get is wasted energy. So if you think about instead, how do I get a thousand candidates or a hundred candidates or a thousand resumes, or how do I build a pipeline? Instead, you say, I just need two or three people who are great at this. Then the conversation changes. That's why. And marketing doesn't think about that. Marketing thinks about total addressable market. How do I reach every single one of them? How do I extract my money from them? How do I go about my day? You are thinking about how do I find the one person for that job, the magical perfect exact fit perfect skills ability to grow fits in the culture i mean the criteria is insane and i'm not telling you anything you don't know recruiters you know this but you don't think about it that way but that's crazy from
0: the standpoint of if i have a bunch of silver medalists that might be great for other jobs oh, right? right 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 oh. no no no. stick with no, me no, stick no, with no. me for no. a second these these wonderful CRM slash you know um, mm-hmm. what are the engagement systems yeah. right who nurture candidates systems. to talent talent pipeline, pipeline engagement pipeline. right which, which work, work. so 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 but the thing is Here we go. You have, you have this
1: huge database mm-hmm. of candidates that you've paid for you, over the years. Out, better yet, you've pre sold them on the brand. Yes. You, they know who you are. Right. If you've done any work at all caring and feeding and nurturing them, right. and like you. They're waiting for the sales exactly. to align. How many people? You have a thousand. And they might buy in. your shit too, by the That's way. That's also, also completely valid. And I think HR won't let you tap into that database. That's a separate conversation. Hey, guess what? If 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 there's if there's
0: money there, <laughs> if there's money there, <laughs> HR doesn't have a goddamn clue. Because guess what? Yeah. Business is going to take over. Money Sales out. will always beat the shit out of HR. That's a thousand percent true. Yes,
1: but you're right. So let's say you're a thousand person company, which means you've got about let's call it about a hundred recs open any given time. Yeah, it's a fair number. Yeah. How many people in the pipeline do you need?
0: At that point, yeah. we're looking for now and again. I'm, I'm looking at. Our old technology and processes versus new, right? New thinking. New thinking. Uh, Being able to use the engagement systems and all these other fun things, right? So, how many do I need? I need what I needed before.
1: Yeah. Right, right?
0: It's the same? I I think it is. No, no, no. no, Wait, no, no. From, 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 From a hiring standpoint, that's what I need. But... From a nurturing, keeping them engaged with the with the brand yeah. and happy with yeah. with who we are, I think I don't think that change. I mean, that changes because the
1: experience changes. I think it's different. I think okay. if you need a thousand people to hire this year, mm-hmm. you need a talent pool of no more than a thousand pre sold on the brand who are good at what they do. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. Instead of. If you have 100 applicants in the current model, you have 100 to 150 applicants per rec. Mm -hmm. You're talking about tens of thousands, 15,000. Of course, we all know that two-thirds of those applicants are crap. They're not qualified. They don't fit. Today.
0: Yes. Today they don't fit. It's commercial time.
2: Sovereign AI matching is the most sophisticated matching engine on the market because it acts just like a human. You decide exactly how our AI matching engine thinks about each individual transaction. It will find, rank, and sort the best matches according to your criteria. Not only does it deliver the best matches, it tells you how and why it produced them and offers tips to improve the results. Our engine thinks like you, so you don't have to learn how to think like the engine. To learn more about Sovereign AI matching, visit Sovereign.com. That's S O V R E N.com.
1: It's showtime. The trick on a engagement tool is that you start to help people self-select out. Hey, this is our culture. This is what we're about. This is what we care about. These are our motivations. This is our brand. This is our EVP. And eventually someone goes, yeah, this isn't really quite the match. I thought it was, I was in love with your consumer product and maybe this is not a place. And I think Google sees that all the time and Mm -hmm. Google does literally no advertising whatsoever. They don't have to, but they get thousands and thousands of applications every single day, 99% of which they throw out immediately. And so their job really is to say why you shouldn't work here. The kind of people who are happy and the kind of people who are unhappy. Yeah. And that's the kind of conversation you want to have, not about I have a wreck. How do I put a butt in a seat? That's the difference.
0: Well, and I I totally appreciate that. But those people that you're that are self selecting out still should have a great experience. That's 100
1: percent true. Oh my. Goodness. And that's and
0: that's because the biggest issue that, that we're having. They have Be- ripples
1: and they have all that. Space. Yeah, they have ripples and they could buy products. Yes. But what happens, the way you get to that level is stopping to think about, I have a wreck. I need 150 people for it. Yes. Which means, okay, clean wreck, clean, open (laughs) wreck in the ATS. There's zero people in it. I know it's going to get pushed to my normal channels. I got to go beat some bushes. I got to go shake some trees to find as if it's brand new. And the second I fill that wreck, I flush the toilet. 99% of those applications go away with a thanks but no thanks letter that was written by a lawyer. Pissing them off. Totally butter and justifiably so. Yeah. That's what, that's the problem, and then when you do that, you're saying your talent pipeline needs to be hundreds of
0: thousands. Well, and at that point, what you're saying is, well, they're they're not in the black hole because we sent them a message yeah, exactly. letting them know, and that's still bullshit. That is such a bad not experience. A black hole, they're dead.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we
0: shot hard? them. Yeah, we they're shot better. We shot them in the back of the head, yeah. which means they're gonna hate our brand, exactly. and you know exactly. they, they got this bullshit.
1: And there's so many ways recruiting goes wrong. They can go wrong. Yeah. You are any given can or really every business runs a gauntlet with every single candidate, all the different ways this can go wrong, and all the different players who can screw this up. Yeah. Your hiring manager is the number one culprit of screwing this up. Why? Because yeah. this isn't their day job. They don't hire and interview people on, on a regular basis. See, but they're absolutely gonna say something. We
0: don't story. look at this in the right way. This is impacting the bottom line. Actual yeah. revenues. Yeah. As soon as you start doing that, guess what? HR is going to get a knot jerked in their tail. Yep. The hiring managers are going to be trained appropriately. Yep. Take a look at it. And I, I use it all the time. I'm beating a freaking dead horse, but mm. the, the Virgin media mm-hmm. um, where, where they saw that they were actually losing $6 million because mm-hmm. they were treating candidates like shit. Yeah. And they could, if they hopefully retain them, if they keep, if they, yep. if they, if they, if they treat them better, they could prospectively retain that 6 yep. million. Yep. Who knows? And, the opportunity to grow mm-hmm. for individuals who weren't using their products was another seven million on top of it. Yeah. So net thirteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. That so, if I walk into my CHRO mm-hmm. or my VP of Talent Acquisition, say, "You just lost me six million dollars." Yeah, what, That's right. a different conversation. And yes, it and is. that's a conversation that should be had every goddamn day. And the
1: best way to have that conversation is to stop using the phrase "time to fill." Yes because that says time to fill yeah. is the fuzziest bunniest phrase George Carlin would come and do five minutes on how stupid a phrase that was, <laughs> Right? it's time to fill Yes. the, the real number cost of empty seat how long was that seat empty yeah. and how long it takes to onboard a person yes. a new person that is cost how much money, money did we
0: lose having this that's that's a business conversation that, that
1: completely and
0: radically changes
1: the conversation yes and that's a business conversation and how often do you hear that number it, spouting oh, and, like Never, in in never.
0: talent acquisitions, t- constantly talking about the big the seat at the big table. The reason why they don't get a seat at the big table, but not that, in all
1: they, cases, they they don't
0: they don't understand that they are a piece of the business. Okay,
1: let's spin this conversation in a different direction. I'm going to get myself in trouble. You're welcome. <laughs> but the same idea. Yeah. Diversity inclusion. Yeah. Huge fan of diversity inclusion. Yeah. I mean, liberals, they come. I want everybody to get their shot to to be miserable at work just like everybody else. Right. Have you met your average diversity inclusion person? Wonderful people. Uh However, they're they're assuming that it's an inherent good to make diversity a thing, Mm -hmm. and they're asking people to eat their broccoli. How do you get a kid to eat the broccoli? You tell them that's going to help them grow big and strong. They're going to play sports better. They're going to have better time at school. They're going to what? You give them a reason why. Or you hit him in the head. Either way, but you can't do that in- internally, and that's the trick. Is that if you talk about something like a diversity inclusion, which you can ex- this model you can extend all of HR. Yes, it's it's just good for you. See, you no. go nowhere. No, and you that's go nowhere. and that's it's not just. And good it for also you, feels, feels like charity. Oh. Which cool. is,
0: bullshit, oh, that's my which is bullshit. Which is total bullshit. Yes. Yes. It, it so okay. So
1: even charities don't treat it like a charity.
0: No. <laughs> no. So me, I've built veteran hiring mm-hmm. programs. My wife builds uh, hiring why, I mean, hiring programs for for individuals with disabilities. Which is why I knew this. Their focus like. is all business oriented. Yes. How we how we have a better retention rate. Yep. In our program with, yep. with our candidates yep. than your, your yep. current candidates. And what does that mean? It means less time you're having to that seat not or that but not in the seat. Yep. Yep. So yeah, you're hundred percent right. Yep. That's why we have to take a look at what we do in a much different way. If yep. we don't, we're just, we're not speaking business speak. And I don't give a shit. Yep. If you have a master's from wherever the hell it is yep. with a BA or whatever, if you're not speaking right. about impacting the bottom line. Yep. You're starting
1: to see this change. It's starting to trickle down. I think HR has finally started to get the message, whether they're staffed appropriately to take that message, live and and embody that message and and turn it around and say, hey, rest of C-suite, it's about this and it's about money. It's about change and growth. That's not clear to me yet, right? but the, the, that sea change is starting to happen. The boat is starting to turn. I don't know how long it's going to take, though. For Titanic. Every, before, exactly. Before every CHRO, before every director of talent acquisition, every VP of talent or people or culture or whatever it goes, every every conversation has a dollar sign in it somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I use another example, uh, SodaStream. So SodaStream, mm-hmm. they've got this new you know campaign that's going on, atrocious that, the campaign that, that, that that, on. but it weaves like its culture and its mm-hmm. product mm-hmm. and to come work for us because yeah. we believe in our product. And that's right, that's the thing. I'm allowed
1: to hate that commercial <laughs> and it's still be an insanely effective commercial Yeah, because it's telling me, James, you're not going to be happy here. I'm like, cool. I'm going to be happy someplace well, else. Which and makes it effective, exactly right? Exactly. Yeah. For yeah. every person you push away, it's a win. Yeah. Which is why when I was in the content marketing side, people would say, how do you measure the value of content? So it's impossible because good piece of content should repel and reject just as many as it attracts you can't measure it. There's Target. no holistic number for that. It. Yeah. It's always muddied water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Oh good.
0: So what will what will AI do to your recruiter buddies? Uh,
1: you and I <laughs> <laughs> AI is, AI is going to be a thing and I think this is it is it's going to be It finally I think we've been have divorced. you seen the Google duplex yes have you seen that shit how many times do you think they made fake phone calls that failed before you got the phone oh yeah that no 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 but anyway no 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 I but agree but it's good yeah. it is really good and you can start to see though the amount of you have to know that that is not a tool they to go okay now point it at a candidate and yeah. it does it that was, there's probably, it is completely 1000% optimized around the idea of how do I get a haircut and how do I make a reservation? But it could schedule interviews. I don't think it's, the turnaround's quite that I easy. I think it could be. I don't think chat it's. Chatbots? Chatbots? Chat using,
0: well, see, and that's yeah. the thing. And that's the thing is the chatbot, mm-hmm. there's really not that much difference between those two, right? You've got text versus voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've well, got text versus, versus voice. Processing. Yes. yes. Anyway,
1: exactly. So, but I was at, uh, what conference was it? ERE. Yeah. And, it was the first time I saw bots that made sense. That I went, I can see how this would work in the real world. Right. It's not just a good idea or a proof of concept or one day in the sci-fi future, which is what they've been for so long. If you squint right. real hard, you can see how they work. No, yeah. it's not really going to work. Now they're ready. The thing is, how do you point them and where do you point them and how do you apply them? Is it yeah. the a sourcing yeah. thing? Certainly possible. I'm surrounded by recruiters and I hear them say the same five questions over and over and over again. I'm like, these people are wonderful, smart, kind, good, intelligent, people, people. Routine people, baby. And now they have to drive this routine and anything you can, auto, anything you can turn into a routine, you yes. can automate, and you can kill that job. Too I easy. Think that's I don't think, I'm not thing. killing the job. I mean, you're, you're killing the task. Work. You're killing the work. The task, yes, yes. So yes, they yes. can focus on finding the diamond in the rough or building the relationship or whatever it is, because let's be fair. A good recruiter should spend twice as much time building a relationship with their hiring manager, Uh because that's where the real friction is, and not sourcing candidates blindly yeah that's where the focus is so you give that job to ai to say and i see seen the pocket recruiter is interesting it's not quite a bot it's, right it's right. interesting and i think there's a lot of value there right i think it radically changes the sourcing model i think alio is good i think uh, uh what's the one that starts with the p paradox is nope. what has paradox. really good olivia and I'm, yeah exactly I'm, okay. thinking, and I'm probably not thinking of three that are on the tip of my tongue. Oh,
0: there's a ton of there's them, a man. bunch robo recruiter yeah, i mean just yeah.
1: they're it, ready they're ready you just have to decide
0: well here's the thing though it, it, we take a look at so we've got the we've got the sourcing Mm -hmm. the uh Technology that's out there. Mm-hmm. We've got the technology that will refresh your your applicant tracking system yep. We've got all this that that mm-hmm. can all kind of take all this process
1: And now You're starting to see the piece that says instead of doing that routine 30-minute phone screen Yeah, here are the six questions I'm gonna ask you and now I'm gonna listen for the right answer. Yeah, though I'm hearing that lawyers are very uncomfortable with a piece of machinery making yes or no decisions on some of this stuff I think there are ways around it. I think yes. there are ways of collecting that yeah. but I think when HR points to legal, that's always a sign of saying I'm terrified, but they said I couldn't do it. Yeah. They're using legal as an excuse. Well, and legal's
0: always it. going to say no. That's their job. They're always they going, going to say no. Job. Yeah, it's what they yeah. get paid yeah. for. Good for them. Yeah. Well, and you've got you've got great technologies that are out yeah. there. Yeah. The, the the text technologies, the like honeits of the world, mm-hmm. uh, voice interviewing, all that mm-hmm. other fun stuff. Yeah. But so I believe this is just me. I think that recruiters There's seven people behind him. Need to Yeah <laughs> Holy shit um, They're all voices in his head Yeah Just seven Yeah <laughs> um, So I believe that Recruiters really should start To turn into brand ambassadors Yes You know well, They it, should
1: definitely add that Thinking into what they're doing Yeah I think recruiters' job is to make relationships. Yeah. End of the conversation. And,
0: and, and, and they are the face of the brand.
1: For so many candidates. Yes. For so many people. Yeah. 100,000% agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, completely
0: agree. And, and, and also, they are the face of the brand to their internal
1: hiring so then, managers. So then the question right? has to be, what do recruiters think their job is now? that they're not doing
0: that well all this all this busy work shit that they're doing now that they're doing now, now, now when ahead. that's when you start to sweep that away mm-hmm. right because right now i don't know how many times i've talked to recruiters who are like oh my god i'm so busy and yeah. i'm scheduling this i'm doing that and i've got if somebody who a, called me about if something stupid and complain
1: about being busy check to see if yeah. you've got a pulse they're dead oh they're, yeah they don't
0: exist well they, there's so many yes. stupid mundane tasks that they have to yep. deal with yep. that once you sweep those away You can get really smart people Mm -hmm. doing a great job being the face of your organization. Letting
1: them think, letting them reason, letting them come to a different conclusion. Let them not say, the document said, if this, then this, therefore this. Think, you're a person, you're talking to people, make an evaluation. That's what literally you're paid to do. And you should then take that relationship with a candidate and use it to inform and leverage the relationship you have with a hiring manager about why this person who doesn't quite meet that size and shape box that the hiring manager thought that they were looking for has to come from harvard has to come from a big right market, has to come from a blah 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 blah, blah. It's like yeah no that's selling a job now mm-hmm. if you start to look at work and jobs and longitudinally you hire someone and you hope to god they get promoted <laughs> six or seven times yeah but The recruiter's job, the hiring manager, is to focus on today, which Mm. is wrong. You need to focus on what's the next three steps. Mm. You say, look, you wanted someone from a big four accounting firm. This person did not go there. However, they've shown a propensity for entrepreneurship. They've shown a propensity for starting things and starting projects and launching projects and making a direct business impact. Who cares if it was on the other side of the moon? Doesn't matter. If they have those skills, you can use them now. And the business... The whole organization can use them tomorrow. Right. And how often do you hear that conversation? Like, never.
0: Because we, we're playing
1: checkers. Yes, instead of chess. Yeah. Yes.
0: Three-dimensional chess that will that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, sorcerers. How long is it going
1: to take for sorcerers to be gone? You know what? I have... <laughs> ne- I know what your thinking is, but I have mixed emotions because I still think there's still a place for... Human sorcerers. Yes. this is really the question you're asking. Yeah. Can AI yeah, yeah, yeah. completely wipe out the sourcing yeah. population like they're rodents on an island or something? <laughs> I don't think they can. I no, no they just that they have routine tasks looking for targeted types of people. So once you take the routine task out of it, once, once the auto worker got a robot, yeah. what was the auto worker's job? The job was there to evaluate and measure and to double check and lower the fault rate from... Five percent to twenty two two percent—that huge
0: business. But well, takes management. takes it takes a ton less of those people, though.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But their job radically changes. And yeah. I think it is about hey, making sure maybe the, the job of the source is to say, look, for all these other things we're doing—going to events, going to universities, sending out emails, sending out emails—all the stuff that happens for outreach—the mm-hmm. the source's job is to say, make sure the message says this, right. make sure it ties back to this other thing, and make sure if they're not going to be happy you have a secondary ask do you know anybody who might be really good for this because there might be a way for us to give you a present and say thank you see i see that's that's what a recruiter's going to do i don't think so
0: i, I think they will because mm-hmm.
1: all their tasks are going to be flushed away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't Recruitors think they're so. going to focus on thinking about the job itself and mm-hmm. thinking about the role itself and thinking about work longitude yeah like, okay, but from I mean, a
0: business standpoint mm-hmm. what do you think they're going to do they're going to look at they're going to look at the tasks I, I know what should happen no, 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 no. I should, but no, I what fa- is I,
1: going I to happen into the trap of, of the Star Trek trap <laughs> let's just fast forward 500 years and magically it's all better yeah. how did you get there yeah. how did you get there and there are interim steps you know I, I, there's so many things you're like well when this gets better you're like okay time out how did we just make that, that because yeah. there are some ugly painful messy Agreed. interim steps Agreed. to get us there yeah. and in so doing there's so many places to fall off the edge of the map oh yeah, yeah. I just no, I, I I just, I just from
0: that. a business standpoint you look at it and you go
1: yeah, those, yeah we don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good enough. We're good. Yeah. It lowered my cost. Win.
0: Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So any parting words, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ellis?
1: Are there any left?
0: Are there any where, left? Where where can uh listeners find uh the, the, the talent cast?
1: So if you actually like the sound of my voice, and Lord knows I must. Good God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I do a weekly podcast. There's no interviews. There's no sponsorships. There's no money. It's just literally me saying, I have a question or I have a problem or I have an idea, and I work through it while people listen to me for some reason. It's called the Talent Cast. Yes. It's every week. We're taking a break in the summer, but you know it's, it's more to recharge my battery, make sure every episode says something and means something. Because mm-hmm. I think we're on the forefront. I was having lunch with a friend of mine, Brad Ferris, who has a great podcast called Breaking Down Your Business. Hey, Brad. And he said he's been doing this forever. And he says, you know what? I've looked at business over the last fifteen years, and I look at all the things that have changed in Google and software and mobile and this and this and this. And everything has changed. Everything has radically changed, except for invoicing. Yeah. And if you think about it, why do I need to print a page, to scan a page, to sign a page, to rescan a page, to email the page? That's crazy. And hiring, the process of hiring looks exactly the same today as it did 20 years ago. Which is stupid as hell. But it's a huge red flag that says, it's all... The table's about to get flipped. It's about to become a thing. And I think... What we're seeing is the edge of that table flip, mm-hmm. and we can easily extrapolate how that turns into something. So yep. I think if you're listening to podcasts like this, and maybe even to mine, you can be more on the front line of what that change can be and get ahead of it, have better conversations with your CHRO, president, vice president, uh, TA, CEO, what have you, mm-hmm. and say, look, talent's important. Talent is the root of the tree. And if you don't water it right, tree dies. It's yeah. dead, yeah. That's really what we're all about, and that's—I know—that's what you're doing. I think it's it's fantastic. It's a great podcast. I'm thrilled to be here. Hopefully, my podcast can add a little something to that. Otherwise, the war for talent on Twitter—that's where you find me. Pretty cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, if you're looking for smart, funny, whoa, whoa, check out, whoa, check, out whoa, check out Talent. Whoa, it is get, totally the antithesis the of what uh, the, the the Chad and Cheese podcast. Okay. Less <laughs> <like> sound
1: effects. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent, man. I really really appreciate you taking the time. So thrilled to be here. Thanks. Thanks.
2: Hi, I'm Tristan. Thanks for listening to my stepdad, the Chad, and his goofy friend, Cheese. You've been listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on all the knowledge dropping that's happening up in here. They made me say that. The most important part is to check out our sponsors because I need new track spikes. You know, the expensive shiny gold pairs that are extra because... Well, I'm extra. For more, visit chachese.com.
0: The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now.